Nice. So farts. Have we started already? Yeah, we started. Yeah. Oh, you did, I didn't know that. Well, hello, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Public intellectual Liam Amy's. <clears throat> and we're going to talk about farts, it seems. Yeah. Okay. You said you had some stories about farts. Well, yeah. So I'm on a WhatsApp group with my, my, my good friends. And <sighs> recently it's... It's gone a bit downhill, and they're they're sending their farts to each other, recording the farts and sending them. That's it. That's my story. <laughs> I don't like it. I think it's puerile. No, I don't find it that funny. But I, I, a really pretty girl farted at the bus stop earlier today, and I felt bad for her. <laughs> like really loud. Or... Yeah, like loud enough so I could I could hear it. Like. How close were you? And she was really her? embarrassed, but like I, I thought, like oh, if you're a guy, you just laugh it off. Like so, it must be harder to be a woman and fart. <laughs> Do you not think? Maybe there's I that expectation. Know. Like as a geezer, you can send like send them to your mates, and, and that's that's normal behaviour. But as a as a girl, she like she looks really embarrassed. Oh, I pretended I didn't hear it, but I, I did. <laughs> Could you smell it? <laughs> I couldn't smell it, actually. Oh, no. I think girl farts smell per- like, like perf- less bad. Perfume, strawberries yeah. and stuff. Yeah. That's actually how they make a lot of perfume. <laughs> yeah, they bottle the farts up of The girls. guffs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> guff by Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> guff, 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 guff. <laughs> oh. So, uh, did you get on the same bus as her? No, I wasn't even getting a bus. I was just hanging about at bus stop. <laughs> uh, Waiting for ladies to guff. <laughs> waiting for ladies to guff. Waiting for something to happen, so yeah, something to talk mm, about. I just walked past. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good way to meet girls. On the bus stop? At the bus stop. Wait till they fart. <laughs> it's because you got... <laughs> pretending you got somewhere to go. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just walked past and she farted as I walked past. <laughs> it was it was at the bus stop. Yeah. Yeah. Oh god. She probably thought she'd get away with a silent one. Yeah, and then I came speeding around the <laughs> yeah, corner. Yeah, yeah. Didn't know someone was there. It was too late yeah. by the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Mm. You said you had a busy day. What were you doing? T- I've got a date tomorrow, so I was tidying the tidying the flat for that. For that, well, for the date, for the for my date, because she might come around the house. Is this a new date or is this a? It's a third date. Oh, mm. you know what that means? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I do. Yeah. Third, I I was thinking like second and third date are like the most important of the dates. More important than the first one sometimes, I think. Well, obviously, first impressions count a lot, but like if you screw up your second or third date, like. I think you can screw up the first one a bit and you can still get a second or third date. So, you know, so you can check if you're, you're acceptable or not. But, 
You're saying you're allowed to be a bit mad on your first date, like not even a bit. Yeah, mad, a little bit. Like... like you can get a, like mate. That's what I think. I don't know. I always feel more pressure on the second and third date. Beatrice, stop digging the carpet. We've got uh, my dog is here. We've got uh, Beatrice in the house. Yeah, and she's trying to dig fruit in the flat below. Yeah, because it's more interesting downstairs. What? Uh, sorry, what were you just saying? Oh, the the yeah. So I've got my. Oh, so why why is the first date more important? No, less. No, I'd say the second one is because like. I don't know. I didn't think about that before I said it. But it's, it's just there's more riding. I well, it's certain. I certainly feel, feel more nervous on the second or third date than I do on the first one. Not to say I don't feel nervous on the first date. I feel, you know, it's terrifying dating in the first place. But I feel like there's a lot more riding on the second or third one. And like also in the dating game at the moment. They're probably dating. No, like at the moment, it's different. You've had, you've had, you've had a missus for ages, man. But it's all different now with the, with the apps and stuff. Yeah, I never did the internet dating. Yeah, you so carry yeah, it's on. completely different. So she's probably date, dating, like seeing other guys and stuff. You got to compete with other people, and I really like this girl as well, you know. So I want it to go well. But I don't know. I just feel like yeah, it's more it's more nerve wracking nowadays. Like it'd be nicer. I wish I wish I could, I could just. Meet someone at the discotheque, like the old times. At the dance. <laughs> at, the, at the dance, at the roller disco, and oh, ask for the number. And then ask her dad if I can marry her, and he says yes, and then it's fine. <laughs> oh, that's good. So what uh, What do you prefer about the old style that you don't like about the new style? Well, to be fair, even my first girlfriend I got off MySpace, so I, like, I'm not really? sure if I know... Oh, Jolie, actually, my <laughs> second girlfriend I met in real life mm. but all the every other relationship i've been in be they short or long it's all been off the internet oh but, you've you you're a bit of a pro with the old internet dating oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> i had a, I had a thought when you said about the first date not mattering as much is it because the for, first date could go either way so you're less personally invested so you're ready yeah to maybe just, that's what i mean you, yeah, yeah you can just get up halfway through a first date and walk out and be like no, it's yeah. Not so yeah. So you're less nervous in a way, <clears throat> and I don't know. And it's it's also that thing that you know that's it. They're they're dating other people. You know they because I find that hard as well. Like I was in a situation a couple months ago where I was dating two girls at the same time. You know, because but only you know like for a couple of couple of days. Mm. But that's the way it works. We. You're going through the app and hello, you, you get into conversations with people. And then in one week, oh, two of them want to meet up with you. So you're like, okay, yeah. I'll meet up. It's okay to go on a first date with two people in one week, right? But then you're like, oh, no, this is good. There's a second, second date and then a third date after that with both of them. And that's that was just mind-blowing, man. Like, like very difficult. You, you like well, because there's two people like imagine you made it sound like you tried to have both dates at the same time. No, <laughs> but no, it's kind of is like that way though. Like because you, the, it is like jugg it's juggling two things at the same time. Do you ever when you meet someone for the first time and you learn like this is actually really like I'm not speaking to either of these girls anymore. So I, like I'm not. They probably won't listen to this or anything. But like I was good. I I can't remember their names. Oh, all right. <laughs> No, but I was getting confused about you, you know when you learn a lot of things about about people when you're dating and when you've got two on 
the go. You confuse the two things. I would say one of them's one of them's mothers had died, which is is terrible. But I got it mixed up, <laughs> and I. And I was about to ask this. I was on a date with the other girl, and I was sure it was her who told me her mum had died. And I was, oh shit, you not. I was about to ask, like, to mention something about, oh, about her her dead mother. And then, thank God, I feel like God must have been looking down on me that day. She randomly mentioned how she was going to see her mum tomorrow. And I said, what, at the, at the graveyard? <laughs> no, no. no, but seriously, I was that close. You say, oh, you didn't say that. <laughs> no, I didn't say that. But, like, like it was that close. I was about to. Right? About right. tears, like, oh, but but that's what I mean. Like, yeah, it's... it's, it's The dating game's been... It's, it's easier, but it's also more difficult at the same time. And with the ease comes a lot of difficulty, you know, right? But it's much easier oh. for guys like me. I'd like. That's so funny. I hate. I find it hard to like approach a girl in a pub and things like that. So. Yeah. What is it about a computer that makes it easier? Um. Because I like I I'm quite I I quite like instant messaging and stuff, and I feel like I'm better at flirting over instant message and getting to know people. You can learn a lot about people. And it gets it that first step out of the way, you know. You get a match with someone, <clears throat> and I usually leave. I you, most of the time they message me first, and that so that's like makes me feel a lot better about it. You know? Oh, mm. I don't know. It's definitely much easier. It's less nerve wracking. But then you forget which one's mother's dead, and it's <laughs> like, so it swings and roundabouts. Really. <laughs> Imagine if you did get in a relationship with them and then you spent the next like year thinking them over a time. Yeah, shit. <laughs> I could imagine that myself doing that as well. Oh my god. That's so funny. Uh <laughs> I was about to ask you something, but I can't remember what it was. Oh yeah. I I took a picture of you that you were gonna use on the dating profile. Oh yeah. Did you use the picture one and how many dates did it get you to? Which what picture was it? I think you were maybe sort of had the had Beatrice in your hands. Oh yeah, that was a good. Yeah, I used that. I had that on my Tinder, but now I'm on Hinge now, and I took new ones. How many? Hang on, I'm gonna look. Did you get from the picture? How many sexes from? <laughs> yeah. What literal sex? Yeah. I don't want to sound like some kind of chauvinist. I think one. One. Okay, that's that's good though. I yeah, one, more... one. I was I thinking just... if there's two, no, one. I was just wondering. Oh, I had uh, one. I think I told you though about. Yeah. I nearly got the. I think I told you on the last podcast where I nearly got a, another one, but my dog tried to kill her. No, dog. you didn't tell me on the podcast. You told me in person. Oh right, yeah. So one time my dog tried. I was about to have. What did you call it? Sexes. Sexes was this from that Sexes. photo? I think that was from that photo. Yeah. Nice. I used it on Tinder. Oh, actually, no, I'm not sure. Yeah, maybe it would have been. I'm just looking at my... Oh, yeah, no, you told me over the phone because I came to yours. <clears throat> so, yeah. the sexing, I was asking, not because necessarily of the sexing, but just I wanted to know how good a photographer I was. <laughs> oh, right, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, you do. Yeah, one sexing. One sexing. That's, that's good. It's better than none. <laughs> yeah. That's how... Photographers are all filthy, aren't they? Like, oh, let, take this. Oh, can we do it? Take your shirt off. We're doing a bit, uh, yeah. slightly sexy one. You're filthy. Me too. Me too. 
<laughs> so yeah, you were you going to tell the story about your dog? Yeah, my dog tried to kill. I brought a girl back to my house, and it was going really well. Like really, I was really punching above my weight on the on this one, and she had a dog as well, and everything they were fine. They was at the house together for at least like a good hour, chilling out, and then, you know, when the moment arrives, and Beatrice decided. I'm going to kill that dog. <laughs> I've never seen her so angry in her life. Like, really wanted to kill it, I think. But she must have, you know, maybe Beatrice saw something that I didn't, and she was trying to save me from it. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Being a little cock block, Beatrice. Beatrice, you're a cock block, aren't you? <laughs> Wake up, Beatrice. Wake up. Yeah, you're a cock block. What's on your nose? Oh, she's not been out on the drugs again, has she? What is that? What's on your nose? Is it polystyrene? Yeah, that's what we call it. Polystyrene? Mm. That's crazy. So any topics in mind you had? Well, I wanted to talk about the new Paul McCartney album. I sent you two songs to listen to today. And then... I think what, what did you reckon about what do you think you heard you you said you listened to them earlier and you said <laughs> they evoked a lot of emotion what did I you said, I I said I didn't listen to it I think what I think you should maybe do a little impression of one of them oh you're right in Paul McCartney uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna play a That's new a song now I'm just a normal lad from Liverpool uh dung 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 hey ho is that how it starts? Hey, ho, ho, ho. I'm yeah. Paul McCartney. I'm Paul McCartney. Yeah. <laughs> this is my new album. I'm just a normal lad from Liverpool. It's a new album. And then it goes, dong, 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 dong. Hey, ho, hey, ho. Baby. Paul McCartney, baby. Yeah, yeah. Dong, 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 dong. That isn't much different to how it... Oh, that's good. To several I feel songs. like we've pretty much got it now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So give oh, your album good. review. Yeah, <laughs> I'd give it. It got really. Good. It got four stars in the Independent. Out, out of what? Out five? of nine. Out of nine. Oh, right. <laughs> no, out of, out of five. Oh, out of five. Yeah. Out of nine. Nine stars reviews. Nine. nine Write that funny, down yeah. in our podcast idea, but nine star reviews. Nine star reviews. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, what's next? I didn't make any notes. Sorry, man. Me neither. So life's good. What's going on with you musically? Or um, oh, I'll tell or... you what's going on with me musically. Mika broke my fucking piano. Spilt, <laughs> spilt all... That's what's going on with me musically. Sod fucking all at the moment since he spilt a whole fucking bottle of wine over my electric piano. And now all the key... Like, it's still... It, it still works. It still turns on and makes sound. <laughs> But every chord, like, is like a dissonant jazz chord. It just plays notes that you're not playing. <laughs> and I enjoyed it at first for like. T- I was like, "This, is a- this is cool. I sound like a jazz musician without even trying. Like, doing all these weird like add seventh, add thirteenth chords and stuff without. Mm. But I'm only playing like f- three notes at a time, and it will add like four extra ones on. But you know, it's bloody annoying because they're expensive. So that's what's going on with me musically. Oh fuck, Mika ruined it. Well, I was going to say, do, can you only play UV40? Red, red, wine. Oh, you would struggle with that. No, it's like everything goes minor key, it sounds. No. I don't know what it is. It's I usually play in a major key, so I think it's puts, it's, it's going, putting it 
every note like half a step forward or backwards so uh just makes it everything sound like one it's, semitone it's had enough of your shite and wants to play so different. it's not have enough of my shite it's had enough of a bottle of wine like it's basically it's just it's drunk, drunk. Yeah. the piano is drunk basically. but mika reckons if i unscrew it all get some alcohol wipes to wipe it down and it'll get rid of the cross connection so that's what's going on with me musically but still like we came up with a name for my band of charlie and ollie and we're gonna have a like band practice on christmas eve so. oh really yeah the foot well we've had practices before but it's only been with me and or charlie so even two of us but this time we're gonna get three of us in the room together so oh that's good yeah uh, and we, I had, it came up. With, we're gonna call ourselves Pig Cloud, but one word, Pig Cloud. Pig Cloud. Yeah, because I call, I always call Beatrice my nickname for Beatrice because she looks like a cloud, but she sounds like a pig, so I call her Pig Cloud. And I, but there, also I checked. There's no other bands called it. There's no other companies called it. So it's just good for googling. Yeah, definitely. Mm. You, do you really believe that? Is what, it, it's a good name. <coughs> pig Cloud. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Why not? Why, why yeah. not? No, just checking that's if it's bad. That's probably the most like, important thing is that nothing else is called it. That's no, why I call yeah. Brightworks Brightworks. Man. Same reason. Well, there's web design companies. I was going to say, I've but seen, it, seen but other it, stuff under Brightworks. Oh, and there's Brighton a band Brightworks. called Brightwork who are Christian. Rock <laughs> but that's not the same, is it? That's God's work. <laughs> yeah. No, but it was. If you type in Brightworks band, we come up straight away. So. Oh, that's cool. Hopefully, the same works for Pig Cloud. <laughs> it's. <laughs> It's not the best name, is it? It's for... It works. One word, though. P-I-G. What? One word, not two Pig separate words. cloud. Yeah. Okay. No, it's a good name. Thanks. Have you written any songs? I have, yeah. And Charlie's written uh, some things he wants to send, send me. Uh, he, he has sent me that he wants me to add some stuff to. Okay. And Ollie's written... A f- we So all three of us have, actually. Um, There's one I wrote the other day that both of them liked, so... I can't do it anymore until I get my fucking piano, piano fixed. That's the main thing I use for writing, you know. How much is it going to cost? Well, it, it, I won't get it bothered to get it fixed. I'd just get a new one. Hope, if it if we if we can't fix it, is but Mika they usually, flipping they, the bill? Sega. Is Mika flipping the bill? I've not asked him to. <laughs> I feel like he should. Yeah. The the other day, um, my friend Callum locked locked me out my my flat because he fiddled with a lock when we went to walk the dog like look but he deadlocked the flat the door of the flat and from the outside without the key i had the key but he deadlocked it so my key didn't work when we came back and it cost uh, like a hundred i think it was like a hundred and fifty pounds or something and he fucking he paid for all of that to fix it i'm gonna pay him half back oh that's nice but it's hard you know when someone fucks something up you want them to pay for it because mm. it was 100% sorry Callum if you're listening but it was 100% your fucking fault so you should have paid for it all but I'm going to pay him <laughs> half right that's good though that he did but, um... well there was no way like I like it, it. I wouldn't have even been able to knock the door down like I guess what I would have done I got my parents to pay pay why I mean like the money because I wouldn't have been able to get back in the flat no way otherwise the locksmith was amazing I said you should break into jails and he said yeah everyone tells me that 
break into jails, break out of jails. <clears throat> That's what they meant. Well, you yeah. need you could break in to break people out, I suppose. Yeah. Locksmiths are cool. Yeah, they're cool. It'd man. be a good job to have, actually. Yeah, I guess there's got to be a lot of knowledge. What he did was really clever. He drilled into the metal of the lock, and at first he said he was going to have to probably hack through the wood and replace the whole lock, and it was going to cost like two, three hundred pounds, like. But he managed to do a, a thing. Like, it reminded me of something out of, like, James Bond or something. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, he went into the lock and he managed to fi- fiddle it and un- get rid of the deadlock. But I think we're lucky because the locker, like, you've been to my flat before, haven't you? Like, yeah. every, ev- like pretty much everything in there is from the 1970s. So it's really, like, it's an old lock mechanism. Mm. I doubt you could do it with the new ones and stuff. Oh, okay. It's like an ancient old lock. Could that, what happened to it, happen to a new lock as well? Where that's you... what I think, probably, if it wasn't, that's why he's, he said, because I, I told him what had happened over the phone, and he said, like, oh, it's going to be a, few, a couple hundred, a few hundred, I'm going to have to, He the, the door would have to be replaced eventually, because he said, we're going to have to get, hack through the door frame and stuff. But he managed to do it, because he probably didn't realise it was such an old lock. Yeah. Mm. That's crazy. It was kind of. It was actually really annoying. How long did you have to wait? Not too. No, it, he got there in fifteen minutes. That's good. Yeah. yeah, and then it probably took him like half half an hour or something to do it. Okay. Yeah, it was really. It was really annoying because I. Was, it kind of spoiled a really good evening because I felt really, like Callum was obviously upset after that because he had to fork out all the money and, and I got a, probably a bit over overreacted about it <laughs> I didn't call him a fucking idiot but I was definitely behaving like I thought he was oh no but he wasn't it could have happened to anyone so what did he actually do to, to lock it like just fiddled with he did the deadlock thing <clears throat> you know like when on the old locks you you can put it, it off down? the latch mm. or on the latch or you can deadlock the latch yeah the third option and he, he managed to deadlock, he deadlock it, the, deadlock close it. it and then yeah he fit like, and I always have it off the latch anyway because there's a door downstairs. Oh, he must have sort of pushed it so it. So the key doesn't even work anymore. It's yeah. called deadlock. Like all of those old locks have it. But it seems it probably slipped down into deadlock after he closed it. Otherwise, it wouldn't have closed. Yeah, but he so shouldn't probably... have messed with it in the first place. Huh? <laughs> well, he should have told me what he'd done because I always have it on. Like I think he was probably trying to be helpful because he thought, oh, yeah. Liam's not locked his door I've done that to yours once you have haven't you yeah that could have been you yeah Yeah. so maybe that's I should put shit maybe it is my fault for not telling people the fact if this happened twice maybe I should put a sign on it saying don't fucking touch just don't worry I've on purposely left the door open yeah yeah but it doesn't it doesn't need to be locked because there's a perfectly good door downstairs does that ever get left open though it's always open that door (laughs) One, you mean open wide? Yeah. No, it swings. Oh, the one downstairs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it does actually quite often. <laughs> I didn't mind. I live in a middle class hove. Who's going to rob me? Someone who listens to this show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's nothing to steal at my flat anyway. What would you Shut steal? Up. you got a pretty nice computer. I've got a broken piano. Broken piano. <laughs> I have got a pretty nice computer. I think I have a theory that you're trying to get your flat to rob so that you can claim it on insurance. <laughs> Fucking hell, <laughs> but you, you, you can edit that bit out. You wouldn't be able to though because you have to 
have the door. You locked. have to have insurance. As well. <laughs> 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 so falling at the first hurdle there. You get insurance the day after, and you're like, oh, you get insurance one day, and then the next day, yeah. oh, my piano's got fucking wine. It, yeah, that's good timing. <laughs> it's like that's, this is this is day old wine. Shit. <laughs> I bet that happens. I bet people who genuinely like. With all the millions of people in the world, people who genuinely take, genuinely take gen, genuinely, I always mispronounce that, take out insurance. Mm. There must be some instances of them the day after, like their house yeah. burns down, and then they're gonna be under so much scrutiny and stuff. Potentially, but I think that would only be if they hadn't had insurance up till then, and then they do get insurance. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That yeah. Someone might take out insurance, and then the next day something really bad happens. Yeah. And they're not going to, no one will believe them, will they? Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Well, that's what I'm saying. How, how regular is it for people to not have insurance and then get it? Well, I, quite regular. Because, well, it's usually something you get when you first move in. I guess so. No, people like, I need to renew my, my pet insurance actually. Oh dear. My business is pet insurance. Actually, oh. I should be saying that. I'm currently walking dogs uninsured, but I need, I need to, I'm going to do it next week when I get paid. Can you get pulled over for not? No, I can't. No, no. It's just that I, I tell all my clients I've got it. It only ran out two weeks ago. So. As long as nothing bad happens. How yeah. much does it cost for a year? It's six five ninety nine a month. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I can have up to six dogs. They could all die. I could be walking six dogs and they could all die and it would all be covered. Okay. Covered for up to like a million pounds or something. So what is this? Just paying for the it's insurance for it's, it's pet insurance specifically for dog walkers, business and ins- pet wa- dog walking insurance. What happens if you die and then the rest of the dogs run off? I have often thought about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, then I won't. It doesn't matter to me, does it? Because I'll be dead. Yeah. But the dogs. The, the dogs. Do you know what? I think the dogs. They stay by my side. Um, probably eat my face (laughs) that's what that happens a lot apparently dogs like is it dogs or cats uh, cats probably no more dogs but apparently the dogs they do it because they like try and wake you up and then they whilst waking you up they may they they scratch your face it's like oh there's blood oh that's quite tasty (laughs) gonna eat Liam's face oh god that's a terrifying thought yeah, the Beatrice, don't you dare fucking eat me if I die. To be fair, she passed this away. I'm not going to throw her in the bin. Pop you in the oven, will not I, darling? <laughs> don't go to waste. That's I got her. I fattened her up for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> She's a dog slash turkey. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stuff her in into a turkey. Yeah. It's a... You're having a happy communist Christmas. <laughs> eat the dog. Try and eat the Try and... uh... That's what's happening in Venezuela, apparently. They're eating their dogs. Not, not even that. Uh, but people up, have broke. People break into the zoos to eat the animals. Yeah. Do you know I got hacked? My RuneScape account got hacked by someone in Venezuela. I heard and, about that. And they got into my email and everything. But it turns out Venezuela because they're so desperate to make money that they've realised they can. Like the stuff in my RuneScape account, which mm. is a computer game that uh, very I play old school RuneScape. You know, I got stuff. I pay a lot of time, but in real money, 
turns out is worth about 50 or 60 quid you know and it's all that's taken me about my the real time of me playing that game was like it's embarrassing to say but it's like two two and a half months of real time in that game that's over a space of years over about because i started a new account like five years ago over yeah. five years and so, it, says you know, amount, it measures it in years or just in minutes and you've managed to work it out it, man, it, um no it tells you in actual months you go to a guy in um lumbridge village and he can tells you said, you, you've like, been here for yeah two years. It, what is it it <laughs> was two, two and a half over two and a half months so oh, now it'll be months. more easily now it'll be like three or four months for you know yeah and Did he but, tell you got hacked by Venezuela? Yeah, I got hacked by Venezuela. <laughs> but that was sad. That's it. I bet you, I've I lost my my zeal for playing it after that because it took me a long time. It was all just armor and stuff that I had in my bank account on there. Someone got mm. in and took it all. But and to get into that, they had to get into my email. Shit. And I was really that really upset me, man. Like they didn't do it like do anything else but i sent my laptop away to someone to like check if there was anything what installed on the laptop yeah yeah and there was nothing but i really felt violated you know like my mum and dad's house got burgled one time and i like my mum was always freaked she didn't care that stuff had gone but it was more the fact that someone had been in their house someone while they were asleep upstairs and stuff like Oh, they were in. Fuck. Yeah, That's man. really bad. Yeah. And my sister was as well. She's asleep. And I was like just staying at my mate's around the corner. And if I had came home, I was thinking of coming home at that time. <clears throat> and I would have probably fucking caught them that night if I had come home. Jeez. Which would have been better. Better or worse? Well, better if I caught them and they didn't steal all my parents' stuff. They might have attacked you, though. <laughs> no, I would have attacked them. <laughs> you were like, what? <laughs> I would have thrown, what would have I had you to use as a fu. weapon? Yeah, my Kung Fu. Hong Kong Fu. <laughs> uh, I like that program. That's crazy. Your, but your par- How does your parents... I don't know if it's something you want to talk about. What? Uh, did, is there a comparable thing to get to like how many house robbed to it getting raided by the police like in regards to sort of feeling like your privacy has been yeah invaded. bet yeah yeah 100% so they would have hated that but when they raided like always good when they my house got raided twice by the police and they only ever raided my bedroom oh that's good actually but yeah. I tell you what they well they probably go to my room first and they once they found it find something <laughs> yeah. if they didn't they're not going to raid <laughs> but actually no one time they raided they didn't find anything <clears throat> and they didn't go through anyone else's rooms or anything they probably but i even told them that i said please like don't i I got arrested that time and i said look there's i swear down there's nothing at my house don't raid it and they said everyone says that (laughs) i said yeah shit like no but was it because you were kind of on bailish from the first raiding yeah yeah and i know that was uh it's been raided three times you only so i knew they were going to do it like probably if i get if i was to get arrested in wantage now beatrice stop that's not your carpet if I was to get arrested in Wantage now, they'd prob- they would raid my parents' house, I'm almost certain. Oh, really? Yeah. Just, oh. Even though it's not my address anymore. Because they raided it when I did, the first time they raided it, I did. I was living at my girlfriend's house. They raided my girlfriend's house as well. In Stockholm. Was she uh, living with her parents? Yeah. But her, her mum was in mental hospital, so we were living I with we me, her and her brother. Yeah. yeah, not the actual raiding, but... Uh, so the living so, situation, there wasn't actually any parents there, or... No, her mum was in hospital at the time. 
Okay. Does she have a father living there at all? No, no. dad was okay. an Isle of Man. No. Oh, okay. But yeah, that sucked. So yeah, what's that like getting your house raided? I was never there when it happened. I was in a, <laughs> I was in a police cell, but it's oh, horrible. No. I'll tell you what my... Fucking hell. Were you, are the, you the just funny, thinking like, The funny like, thing is, that the, like, the first time it happened, like my parents were considering throwing me out. The second time it happened, they were pissed off. But they, like, The third time it happened, it was like, oh, this again. It happened three times? Yeah, three times it's got raided. What? So I remember... So the first time was... Uh, there's because... one t- one time I'd rather not speak the third yeah, the time first... I'd rather not speak about the third or the first the third time the last time oh really oh okay yeah is that Cause... just because of public or because of me not because of... you know I'll tell you about it separately oh you it's can a... always anything you want to cut out you can just alright I'll tell you oh yeah yeah and then maybe and then cut it out yeah I like was I, I kind of like I tried to uh, I think I, I attacked my dad, right? Oh, I went, okay. But, like, I had ta- I took, like, a massive... It was on fucking Christmas Day evening in the middle of the night, and I took, like, a massive dose of all these drugs because I, I was trying to kill myself, to be honest. But, like, it just... I went into some kind of, like, craze, like, zombie state. I can't remember anything. All I remember is waking up in hospital. And you don't remember any of this, but you... I don't remember any. I remember taking all. I remember taking the drugs. Yeah. I remember chatting to Jules on my last memory is on Facebook, sending him a message, and then nothing. Just waking up in hospital like twelve, fourteen hours later. I'm covered in scratches and shit. And my dad's there, and I'd like my my dad's covered in scratches and shit like. I don't really remember, but and then they re- police raided at that time as well, and they found loads. Of... <laughs> so you attacked your dad, and in response, the police. Raided well, they had to call. They called that they because I attacked the ambulance staff as well. So, oh fuck! So they called the police because I was attacking the ambulance staff, yeah. and then they they was like, "Oh, Liam Amy's obviously that." Like, I felt bad, pissed yeah. off that they did that search my room because it's like obviously the most fucking one of the most lowest terrible moments of my life, and they're like, "Oh, well, we'll just you know." You know, yeah, another put another nail in his fucking coffin. Yeah. And check. the stupid thing is, I had a shit ton of like drugs that I'd saved and stuff over the years that hadn't taken, like hallucinogenic things and oh, ecstasy tablets, stuff that you you know used to be able to get like legal highs and stuff online. But yeah. This is after they like I I got I had some of these that I'd bought like four years previous. Yeah. Just kept in this little box, and they're all illegal now. So, yeah, that's interesting. So let's. Let's put a cut there so we can cut out that. Bit. I don't so care. You can put the... it all on. I don't care. Oh, okay. You sure? I will for now. For now. Okay. I might so change one mine. The second one is when you you were in what is now Costa Coffee, but you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, the Arbery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> A phone party came out. Yeah, I remember being in there with you. I think or. And then just yeah. you got arrested. I walked out the door with ketamine all around my nose, oh, and so the policeman just said, "Grab me by the neck, like, you're coming with me, boy." I came out for a fag. Oh no! But, but like he told me, like I just, you know what, you get the fucking ketamine polo, and I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> that was funny. And they searched my house then. Shit, the was fir- that, the, that was the second time then. Second time, the first time was I got arrested after being at the Swan, but they were looking for me. At that point, so they was like, I they they grabbed me and searched me, and I had weed. I had. Lo- they were looking for you. Why were they looking for you? Cause... Because I, you know, when I got 
beaten up and all that weed stolen off me and beaten shit off they broke my arm and that and because i was terrified at the time so i just they beat the shit out of me so i ran straight home beating the shit out of obviously to say to my parents like i've just been mugged which is true i said i got mugged from my phone they stole my phone as well so that wasn't a lie but they were really they were i was trying to sell them weed and they stole the weed off me and at the same time stole my phone but then obviously my i was telling my parents just don't don't call the police i'm fine my hands swollen up like a fucking melon like mm-hmm. and they're like they actually they, I had, an ambulance came in the end to take me to the hospital but the police came as well and the police knew they were that, that it was no one's getting fucked up for a knock here yeah they, they knew it's suspicious so yeah i was going to ask when you said about uh having legal highs around the house mm. what is there any kind of Are you uh, are you actually breaking the law? But I guess you are technically breaking the law by having them. But what is the charge you get if you buy something that when you bought it? Was well, I got legal? done for class A's for these things. Fuck! It's on my, it's on my record now. Yes, yeah, doing that. I got cautioned in the end. I was lucky, but it's it was a class A caution. Maybe it's a yeah. Te- and, and they te- read te- out the yeah. thing, you know, like I'm not sure if you if you ever been arrested and like with your, yeah. but if you ever had your charge sheet, like oh, I, this is after I answered bail, and they had to read. Like we cause the, I was lucky because I really thought I was going to go to court for this one as yeah. well. But they re- read out the thing, but the f- the fucking legal high thing mm. that they had to read out the name of it, and it was like diamethyl hydroxyepoxy roxazine. It's like the longest <laughs> thing, and the guy couldn't read it, and everyone was laughing. <laughs> and it's like class A. He's like, he was like, "What is this?" I said, "I don't know." <laughs> he said, "What even is this?" You know? It's crazy, isn't it, that you can sort of get arrested for something that you yeah, but from you a can't. Shop. Yeah, but that's like saying you could plead ignorance. Like you could, like get caught, you know, driving without a license and say, "But I, I didn't know that you weren't supposed to have a license." You can't. Like that's never going to work. It's a similar it's thing. More... You could say because I didn't know. That the, these were illegal. I bought yeah. them years previous. But and that that's, is, that's, that's not enough in court. I mean, you can't murder someone. And say, oh, sorry, it, but, you know, it slipped me. The information has slipped me by. I, honestly, I would not have strangled that person if I knew it but, was wrong. But murder and not having a license has always been illegal. These got made illegal without you knowing. Yeah. So that's probably why you only got cautioned because it's kind know, of a grey so, area, yeah. isn't it? Like because technically you did buy it from a shop, and then you yeah, could just right. imagine if so, for some reason one of the books on my shelf I could, maybe I, maybe you're right maybe if I took it maybe if I went to court and pleaded not guilty the judge might say yeah like that but you know for a caution that's not yes. gonna cut the mustard doesn't matter no, it annoys me that that's all on my record but is there any way to get rid of stuff on your record it goes because um, even I've only got cautions but they still it's kept there they have like an advanced CRB uh, I think it's called DBS check now, isn't it? And it's that. So if I want to work with kids, it'll still all show up. Yeah. But it wouldn't show up for the normal, normal one now. It goes after six years. Oh, that's good. Okay. But it, I always kind of want, like, imagine myself working with kids someday. You know? yeah, so it's that, always oh, not after you've done those. Not. Do you remember? Mm. Um. One time I came to your house and you had spent like fucking loads of money on everyone does it.com oh yeah <laughs> do you remember i forgot about that site they sell i used to get grinders and shit mm. for them. and 
and you'd got all these funky drugs. And, yeah. I uh, think that might be one of the ones I got done. Was did I get pills and stuff? You just got like random shit, yeah. And we just tried them out, and they were some of them were pretty mad actually, yeah. um, because yeah, that's the problem with the. That's one of the things about the what they call it, the war on drugs. Just the mm. at the time they might have changed this, and this is maybe the, the legal aspect. So that's why they were constantly making new ones because yeah, yeah. the chemical would be made illegal yeah, and then yeah. they make so a slightly they... different one. Yeah. And that was just websites like that were completely a product of the fact that drugs were illegal. Yeah. And now they've got it now anything psychoactive is illegal. So it's a blanket ban on anything psychoactive. Yeah. Which is fucking ridiculous. I guess so. It's, it's better like at least it's not fueling that market where people you know they make it, they're editing a molecule and stuff. Some of that shit we used to get off the the internet when we were younger was like fucking terrible. Mm. Fuck me up. So like I don't know. I'm glad that I'm glad it's not as easily available. If I had my own kids, mm. I wouldn't want them to be easily able to buy that shit off the internet. You know, Could and they... you can't now. Well, you can off the dark web. You can get anything you want. But yeah, I think that the thing with the dark web, it's made hard hard enough that you, you know, like a fuck. A, a, it's too hard for me to even get my head around it. You have to get bitcoins and stuff. You can get anything. You can get pills, ecstasy, get heroin, anything, man. But I think the average teenage boy wouldn't be able to do it. Or girl. I think, so you think that there's a barrier to entry that it's only the smartest people who are going to get it? Definitely. No, because I tried to do it. Like, I, like, I wanted to get some stuff off the dark web and I started to, I was like, fuck this, man. Like, It'd be easier for me to go hang about down a level and just like, <laughs> just, oh, do you know anyone? Because I, uh, I only do wanted you know it for anyone who knows how to take use the, the dark web. No, no, oh yeah, excuse me, boy. <laughs> I got this. Can you help me with my computer, please? <laughs> no, I just asked for weed and that. The only drugs I want are readily available. So, like, so, so, if it wasn't easy for me to get weed, then I'd, probably, I'd, yeah, I'd figure out how to get it off the internet. But it's mm. too easy anyway. Yeah, that's one thing I remember watching this documentary about. Uh, I can't remember. It was something like Black Mamba, and it was like this town that was pretty run down. I can't remember where it oh, was, yeah. and it was all these sort of like. I don't know if they were homeless or they were just like drug addict people, and they were all buying the stuff from the shop, and then they were all like, oh, "The government's got to make it illegal so that I can't get it." And it's like, <laughs> well, you, they, they were all as well people who went to heroin dealers to buy heroin it's like wait yeah yeah well want... it's, it's very, very linked that stuff in heroin. yeah they smoke it it's the easiest drug that they can smuggle into prison now as well mm. because they what heroin or the the um the synthetic cannabinoid cannabis oh, okay. stuff like black mamba because they put it in uh i saw it i think it was a louis Ferry documentary or something yeah but you they'll get a letter and it'll be like it'll, oh from their kid or something all in crayon but the letter is soaked oh, in the stuff. And, they can... and then what they do, they rip, like, the whole letter, they can rip a little square off, yeah. you know, like a tab of acid, and put it in their vape. Yeah. Because you're allowed vapes in prison. Yeah. Not allowed to smoke in prison anymore. And they oh, vape yeah. off the, the paper from the, the letters. And, and yeah, that's how they do it. But I just thought... I, I smoked some of that stuff before. It's fucking horrible, man. Yeah. It's like, you know, if when you, like, do a bong when you're a kid for, like, the first time, and it's mm. like when you're too stoned mm. so it, it like instant that from one hit and some way it's like when you take like a hash cake or something mm. but instant like 
instant hash cake. You know? Yeah. Not like, oh, building up feeling. You know? But I was just thinking from a perspective of once it was made illegal how what percentage of them will buy it illegally anyway and i guess yeah but yeah i think they think they still do but i I don't know it's definitely harder to get that kind of stuff do you remember when that stuff mcat everyone was on that like i wouldn't know where to fucking get that anymore yeah and it used to be like so uh ubiquitous it was everyone it was everywhere man like uh, because you could get it off the internet so, but would you rather all drugs were illegal or? I'd ra- I'd rather all drugs were regulated. Yeah. Again, like I've not got my own kids and stuff, but I would if all drugs like I wouldn't like. It was way too like th- that fact. I did that crazy shit and attacked my dad. That was because it was too easy for me to get drugs. I don't think it should to get things like that, like stuff that I didn't understand. Mm. In a way, it's better. It's better than being illegal and a bit harder to get it off a, a dealer that I trust rather than like when it's so easy to get off the internet. Maybe, but the fact we were talking about earlier with all them changing the slightly changing the molecules. Yeah, that was, but that was, oh yeah, I that's see, a product yeah. of it being illegal. Yeah, and... but now, but they've got rid of that now because there's a blanket ban. You can't yeah. get any of that shit anymore. But I'm saying that's a product of the the illegalization in the first I place. I think you, I'd I'd legalize a few drugs, but. Uh... I'd legalize everything and then just not heroin, mate. Not uh, heroin. Nah, heroin so... just ruins your life, man. Like it's yeah. most like I don't know, and I say that from experience, man. But... Like, there's no like I don't. I think that must you could never do. You couldn't just like when you say legalize it. I'm imagining like oh, you can get it for like your packet of fags or beer from the shops, right? Like but is you, that what you? Yeah. Mean? No, I don't I'm think it should in... be like that. I think it. There's some drugs that is better in the hands of. It's better being in the hands of the dealers, but you could regulate it. You could have it like where they have those like hubs that you can go to to take it safely. Yeah, they're monitored and shit like that. My point is that nothing is safer on the black market than it is in a shop. No, I disagree because with um, like. Maybe like with the internet, it's it's like the sh- that's what I'm saying. I bought shit off the internet, man, which is a shop, right? That was like, still that was still a grey area, and that was stuff that was being made new because yeah, but it was le- because of yeah, other yeah, stuff yeah, is illegal. So I don't know, was... but some of the shit I bought was like it wasn't it wasn't just new. It's stuff that had been going for like I always researched the stuff I was taking. I was taking hallucinogens that had been around since the 1950s, like okay, and. And they fucked me up, man. I remember one, it just made me fucking projectile vomit for like for hours. Uh, but would you rather, would, wouldn't that be safer in a shop with a sort of warning label on it saying this this could put. Not in a shop, no, no. No? Not like a head shop? If it was, yeah, yeah, I guess like a head shop, maybe. Almost like a cross between a, a, yeah, yeah. a head shop and a I'm thinking like, I remember when the, like they used to sell like magic mushrooms in shops. Hmm. And we, we, you like, I remember getting high off magic mushrooms. Like, we were into that before we were into alcohol, even, hmm. you know. And the way we would get it is hang out, hang around outside Tiger Lily until like an 18 year old guy comes past, like, hey, dude, can you get us go in and get us some? And then we'll be like, yeah, yeah. So there's always a way around it, you know. Hmm. Is it even an ironic thing that I think drugs should be legal and I just literally don't take any? Yeah, no, I, well, I agree with you. I used to be, uh, I used to think, yeah, legalize them all, but I don't, I, I don't know. I just think about it like it, I don't want, like, if you had kids, you don't want them to fucking t- 
your nieces or your kids to take it. And, yeah, there's a difference. And also the thing is, like you're think you you're imagining like head shops on the street, but it's not like that anymore. It's like if once it's legal, it's going to be easier for people to 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 sell it on the internet. And kids are fucking good at the internet now, man. Yeah, that's what it's funny when you said earlier. Go down to the level and ask a kid to use a diet web. That's probably like. <laughs> There's some truth in that, man, yeah. you know. I bet you they I bet you they do know. I don't know. It's a tough one. But I'd definitely like le- I'd legalise weed, cocaine, ecstasy, but that would probably be it. And magic mushrooms, acid. I think Beatrice is trying to get out. That's because she heard Joe come back. Oh Joe in. Yeah. Hey Hello, Joe. Joe. What did you want to discuss next? Um I really did want to discuss that Paul McCartney thing last night, but there's no point. But I, okay, when we no, but I wanted to discuss it with you and see what you thought about the song. But you didn't. I was going to quickly listen to it through. Give me your phone, and I'll put the headphones in. What are you listening to? Oh, um, Paul, Paul McCart- McCartney's new song that he was song. supposed to listen to earlier for the podcast, but he didn't. He keeps asking me things to talk about, but this was one of the, I wanted to review this album, and he promised he'd listen to the two songs I sent him. And he's only got one fucking headphone on. It's recorded in stereo. <laughs> <laughs> but he, it he sounds like... exactly like you said earlier. <laughs> what did I say? Remember when you sang it? At the it oh yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> Paul McCartney. Oh, hey, baby. I'm terrible at doing impressions, but I. My favourite person to do an impression of is Paul McCartney. I did a good Steve Lamack earlier. I was proud of that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I actually don't know who he is. You don't? Oh, you'd know his voice. He used to be on Radio 1 a lot. He's... I don't really listen to radio. radio but, really? Yeah. Not even when you was younger? Like, yeah, when I was younger. I used to listen to Fox FM. Really? I used to like that. And they used to have the Fox helicopter. Around. That's right. There's an advert I'm going to bring up in a sec. Yeah. Once this is over. Don't have to listen to it all if you don't like it. I love it. It's bloody good. The whole album's good. Though. Cool. I will actually listen to the whole album now. Thank you for that. That's all right. So I like the acoustic guitars. They're good, aren't they? Yeah. They should make more music with acoustic guitars. Yeah. So bring it. Bring the mic closer to you. Okay. So, do you remember there was an advert on Fox FM for Cold Seal Windows? Can you remember the phone number? I can't. No, no, no. What was it? Oh, eight hundred double two double one double five. Oh, eight hundred double two double one double five. Yeah. That does ring a bell. Yeah. The number everyone knows to call for cold seal windows. Cold seal. <laughs> yeah. I do remember that cold cold seal window. Did they really have it like that? They used to have an advert for Maze World of Carpets on there as well, Did which they? I was talking to you about earlier. What was the advert like? It was, it was like. Maze World of Carpets, double two, double two, <laughs> double three, two, two. <laughs> now, what's the what's the Abingdon code? Oh one eight six five, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Maze World of Carpet, Beatrice. She's wiping her face because she. That's right. Can't do that. Maze so World of Carpets, mate. Beautiful place. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful, beautiful place. We used to go there all the time when we were kids. I don't know. I think my parents were always considering buying a carpet, but they never quite they never got around to it. a carpet. But it's a really good place <laughs> to play tag with my sister and hide in the seat. 
in car parks they have the giant tubes giant tubes yeah and, and loads of alleys of the tubes and oh wow they so could run around and my parents would say stop running around you're embarrassing us and we just <laughs> keep running keep hiding they took us to B&Q a lot as well to look around kitchens or stuff. Where is B&Q? There's one in Oxford, wasn't there? There's one in Abingdon, I think, as well. Well, there used to be. Fuck knows, eh? <laughs> Fuck knows me. I ain't Fuck lived down me. that way Wait, for ages. ages. I am a Londoner. <laughs> <laughs> I am a Southerner now. I'm a Southerner. And my, I, no, people say they can't even notice my accent anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask, do people ever notice your west country accent they do sometimes and mm. it really annoys me i never noticed i had one until yeah yeah i lived, until I, I lived I, yeah here. until yeah. people started to mention it um i was re- i'm i'm terrible i have that thing where i pick up accents really easily okay. do you, do you ever, there's a sketch in uh kevin and perry you know you know kevin uh, and perry from yeah. harry anfield there's a sketch where perry stays at Manchester, goes to visit his family oh, in Manchester, yeah, 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 yeah. and he comes back and has got the accent, like, you're right, oh, Kevin. <laughs> and Kathy Burke, I was hearing her on the podcast um, the other day, which was with Adam Buxton as well, actually. But she was saying she, she wrote that sketch mm. because that that used to happen that she'd go stay with her northern cousins and come back and with like a northern accent. <laughs> and her, her brothers would make fun of her. Oh, but I, but I, I did that exactly like I ended up with a really Londony, Londony Cockney kind of accent after I lived in London for a bit. Did you? Really? Yeah, like, well, actually, but, but well, this is what I thought. I mean, There's a part of me that was purposely affecting my voice to you know, so I didn't sound so West Country anymore. But then I, people would still point it out. So it's you try and suppress it. Yeah, I tried to sweat. But now I just, you know, I'm going to uh, do the. I, I'm going to live with it. I still don't think I've got it. But it does come out sometimes. When I was doing that impression of Beatrice going bark, bark. I, yeah, I, yeah, I did bark, I, bark. Bark instead of bark. Yeah, bark. bark. <laughs> That's slightly different. I noticed yeah. that. Uh, my, yeah. si- my sister and my. I noticed it my sister and my grandma so much. My dad, not so much, but my um, my mum's. My dad's got a bit more of a posher one, but he's from Stanford in the Vale. I, don't, I wonder if that affects it. Like, is that a posh part of one well, edge? I, I actually, it's Stanford outside. It's outside of Wantage, isn't it? Yeah, it's like seven miles towards Farringdon. Right? It's the sweet spot. It's sweet spot, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and people like a lot of my friends from Wantage, like like me, I knew kind of have that accent, but then I've got a lot of friends from Wantage who don't have it. Like uh, I always, I always notice Esther and Peter, uh, and Robin as well. Actually, they all have a very, I guess, typical English, like almost Queen's English kind of accent. Okay, yeah. but I think that like it's weird how people who went to the same school lived, you know, less than half a mile apart can come out with different accents but i think yeah. it's because but it's the it's always the people who did well at school you know i think that you, <laughs> but and maybe maybe it's because they affected their made themselves sound posh that's why they did well at school or maybe, maybe they were like because they were doing well they wanted to uh disassociate themselves from from the scar 
<laughs> from, from, uh, from gypsies like uh. <laughs> I wonder how much it is to do with like how your parents sound your accent's just gone wet like then did it go like yes because we're talking I wonder we're, like we're, how well you do or your parents sound yeah it must be because my mum's did... quite west country is my it, mum's yeah, from yeah. yeah it must be yeah so from you hang Bristol. around with yeah Sky Mika's son um, has just got the same accent as his mum, and but he he's lived in Bulgaria since he was like three years old. And what is mum's accent like? Is she Wantage? She lived. She has. She did live in Wantage, but she's not. She's from kind of. Uh, she's kind of from all over, but like uh, she lived in in Devon and that for a bit. Mm. But she's got a really posh accent. But so Sky's got like the a kind of Queen's English accent. And stuff. Oh really? Oh okay. But he's just just got that from his mum because there's no one else he could could have got an accent from. <laughs> well, he could spit Beatrice. Beatrice, have you got anything to say to the listeners apart from that? Because no, you wouldn't have understood. Should you like to sit on laps? Yeah, she pick her up. She's quite heavy. Just grab What's her. What's the best way to pick her up? Like just from yeah. underneath, from her tail. Okay. <laughs> just grab her she won't be able to jump that high grab her she got like a cyst on her eye yeah it's like a polyp I'm gonna sneeze <laughs> oh, shit. sneeze oh, I've given up on the idea of trying to get it COVID all over yeah everyone mentions that about her eye I suppose it's just like the, it's fine it's so okay. like a mole but she scratches it sometimes it bleeds and then yeah. her eye looks it's like it's bleeding. Well, it is. Mm. How's your wedding planning going? Oh, fine. We're, we're all sorted. Oh, Except sweet. For the stag do. Except... Except for the stag do? Yeah. Fuck, what am I going to do for that? How know. many prostitutes do you want? <laughs> as many as you can afford. All right. That would be. We one. need to configure. Yeah, one. <laughs> I can get five, five average ones, ten, ten bad yeah, ones, or one really good one. <laughs> I can get Jordan if you give me enough. Jordan. <laughs> she lives in Brighton. Does I'm, she? Yeah, she does. Apparently, okay. yeah. She's got a pink Land Rover. <laughs> apparently. I haven't seen her. Have you seen? Um... Fat Boy Slim. What's his name? I've seen Fat Boy Sim. Have you? Yeah. I was at his cafe this morning. Has he got a cafe? Yeah, in the lagoons. I always, uh, well, I didn't go in, but I always walk Mabel around it in the morning. What's it called? It's called Big Beach Cafe. Oh, that's a good name. At Hoverlagoon. Yeah, it's all got like, it's, it looks really cool actually. It's got loads of graffiti and stuff on the side. I was not aware of this. No, that's good. We should go there sometime. Beatrice, like, if I ever... Oh, she looked up, doesn't she? She loves it in there because one time, one time, someone in there gave her a sausage. So, like, now, <laughs> like, if she's off the lead, she, like, we could be miles away, she'll spot the cafe and she'll just dart and she'll get through the door. Like, it's funny what they can remember. She just expects a sausage. Right? Oh, that's funny. Who was I trying to think of? I forgot his name. That's good, isn't it? Who? Yeah. Oh, a famous person. The boxer. I keep thinking Chris Akabusi, but that's not. He is called. He is called. Is it Chris? Chris, you is it Chris? Chris Eubank. Eubank. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Chris. Yeah. Oh, that's right. We Chris. saw him. Dri- he drove past us in his car, mm. and 
It's funny. He's like the happiest looking boxer, I think. Do you ever see the Louis Theroux with Chris Eubank? No, I haven't. It's from no. the late night. You have to see it. He's like the most interesting, strangest character ever, man. Like, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Me and Shah saw that. We loved it. I'd love to bump into him. He's oh. so eccentric. He's like the epitome of British eccentricity. Like, Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I love him. Yeah, who else is famous who was in Brighton? Nick Cave used to live here. He's my, one of my favourite musicians. But he moved away after his son took acid and fell off the cliff. Oh, was he on acid with you? Fucking hell. That's why, yeah. Uh, 15 years old. Okay. See, like we were saying about drugs earlier, man. Like, if that's, like if you legalise acid, it'd be like... You, I don't want you 15 year olds taking acid. You wouldn't acid. be able to buy it if you were 15. Well, you would, because you'd do what I said. You'd hang out beside the shop and you'd wait for... And you're saying it or, as if people can't get it anyway. I find it extremely hard to get acid. I tell you yeah, what. People I, still do. I know I still do, about, <laughs> but only about twice a year. And probably if it was easier for me, I'd probably be in a mental hospital or something. More more so than I have been. Like if if I could if I could take acid every day, I guarantee you I'd do it. Did I ever tell you when I was trying to? I came up with the idea of being an acid dealer when I lived in Leytonstone in London. No. So I bought a hundred tabs is, of apps. Is this a story you want to tell? Yeah, go I on. don't care. <laughs> I thought it'd be a good idea. So I bought a hundred tabs of acid and didn't really think ahead because I didn't have a lot of friends nearby in London. I had like Esther and Robin stuff. They didn't want to buy acid. But my housemate Cameron did want to buy acid. So my adventure in acid dealing went like this. Uh, basically, me and Cameron just spent about a month taking a hundred quid, hundred tabs of acid. <laughs> <laughs> he was the only one who paid. I'm surprised you weren't able to sell it, or did you? I sold some try? to Cameron, but I didn't know anyone else to sell it to. Oh my god! I'll take like did so. Did you make right. your money back? Of course, I didn't. No, no, no. Because okay. I could only sell. I probably only sold him like twenty-five tabs or something. Maybe more. Probably. Like, me and him did it all over a okay. period of a month. So he probably had like fifty. I had like fifty. So what were you going to say? Sorry, I that I so I was at the cash machine in Leytonstone one day, and these kids, uh, like kid kids, like eighteen, nineteen year old, like rude boys, come up to me and they were saying, "Oh, do you want to buy any weed?" And I and I no, I'm fine. I had my own weed. <laughs> no, but, but I no, but I, yeah, I, said, I didn't need it. But I said to them, I was like, "Hang on, this could be an opportunity. Maybe they want some acid." So I said, oh, but do you want to buy any acid? I've got some acid. And then like, their ears pricked up. They was like, yeah, we'll get some acid. acid. Do you know what they thought I was selling? What? The fucking acid that they spray in the faces for the gangsters. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> and then I told them, no, it's a drug. And they're like, what? Well, you're not a, a drug. I said, no, LSD. And I, they, but acid, as a street name now, that means... you. Like they thought they I was going to give him like a washing up liquid bottle. Acid. Yeah, they thought I was selling that. Me, look at me. <laughs> and they were like hippie me to to them. Like that's crazy. But that scared me, man. I was that like, shit. Scary. Like this is like quite. You're like, who am I talking to? Where well, it's I, they got they... excited about the fact they thought you were going to sell them. Yeah, man. Jesus and the fact Christ. that they probably bought it. Seemed, it wasn't like they were going to buy it for the like they probably bought it before. But it's that gang culture. Where thing, the fuck man. do you get like off some mad scientist guy? You do look like a mad scientist to be well, fair. Well, I was a scientist at one point. Yeah, I guess so. But still, fucking hell, it it just scared me the fact because they must have been eighteen, nineteen. I shouldn't have been selling them LSD in the first place. Really, I suppose. 
maybe they'll stop spraying people in the face if they could just chill out a bit. That is a crazy phenomenon, isn't it? Yeah, it's terrible, man. Mm. And the whole knife crime thing in London. I used to get really worried, but then, like, they say, like, because I used to, me and Charlotte used to work in Wanstead and finish at about one o'clock and have to walk home at night. And there's all, like, through kind of, like, dodgy-ish areas. And there's always kids hanging about in street corners. And I was always scared that, like, in fact, like, I, and if Char worked by herself, I'd always go meet her at work and walk at home. I didn't want to. But then they say, like, we're like people like us we're the safest it's like it's kids their age and shit mm. like in gangs and like yeah but like fucking they you know then unlikely to attack like middle class <laughs> white people you know like, it's fucking awful potentially I reckon it's most of the time people who know each other that it happens to if I was to guess yeah it was gang they have ga- like it's postcode things and that no, it's crazy here's a bit of a postcode story mm. I was walking through Wantage and someone <laughs> it's not comparable to what we were just talking about yeah. but someone stopped their car when I was a teenager someone stopped their car and shouted their postcode at me and drove off really what was it Didcot I think it was postcode. Didcot yeah, yeah I can't remember what the postcode Amazing. was but I was just like what the fuck <laughs> when was that well recently no when I was a teenager alright oh no I I remember having that like oh the Didcot boys the Didcot boys are coming Didcot <laughs> run away I'm the fucking fucking hell they drive over all the way from to come and have a go at us. Yeah, Didcot's they're scum, though. To be honest, <laughs> to be honest, if I'm at, if I'm ever at like Didcot Station, you know, usually I go there to come back to to want as well. I'll go there for Christmas, and my dad will pick me up. But if that's my, the only if way. My you, dad's, if my dad's late for picking me up, I will spend. I will spend. Go, I will go spend. There is to well, to, I'm gonna to say like. <laughs> The train. Yeah. Well, no. I'm, well, what I will do is is I will go and sh- shout OX12. <laughs> What's the do call? Is it OX14? OX14. Yeah. It is. I remembered. Mm. Wow. Mm. Yeah, but I'll. I will. I. I do go shout OX12 through by hiding <laughs> in the bushes. OX12, and they they perk up like little meerkats trying to find you. <laughs> You get the train from Oxford, and then when it stops in Didcot, you shout out the window. Out the window. Oh, it's 12! Yeah. Yeah, they hate that. <laughs> yeah. Always starts a riot. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bloody one, each boy. The worst thing I did, because I, I got it wrong, and I was shouting out my full address. <laughs> and then they turned up at my fucking house, man. Bricked my mum's windows. <laughs> so just, it's very important, just use the... This is the first part of the postcode because if you do your full, even the full postcode, they end up on your street and they'll yeah. just brick every window. <laughs> We're looking for that time. And then the police will be like, oh no, Liam's involved in gang. Oh, he's <laughs> Liam's back best, again. Best Let's raid his, raid house. his house. Let's raid his ex girlfriend's house for good measure yeah, as well. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, sorry to bother you, but uh, you used to go out with Liam uh, about 15 years ago. <laughs> 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 I'm going to raid your fucking house. <laughs> He's been involved in some of the old gang gang violence. I'd love to be in a gang. Would you? I used to have a gang at primary school. What were they called? I can't remember. The gay boys. <laughs> the, the gay boys. <laughs> primary school. <laughs> the little winkies. <laughs> Woolly woofters. <laughs> So what? Uh, yeah, what was your gang? I can't remember. <laughs> I just remember having one, but it was more like imagine imagination. 
And we had like, oh, we had a gang. We were trying to find buried treasure and stuff. So you're more like pirates. Yeah, but we also sold ketamine. <laughs> <laughs> County, <laughs> County lines, primary school drug gang. This stuff could knock out the white horse. Fucking <laughs> 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 okay, hell! And you see, did you know the white horse is actually made from ketamine now? Because really? yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why is that? Because this. Because there's no chalk left. <laughs> People <laughs> sniffing it. <laughs> They've had to replace it with Kevin. <laughs> so we had a free party up there, and someone <laughs> dropped a big. Do you know what? I'd love fucking... to sniff a lion off the white horse. Oh. Cut this out. I'd like, but make one like as long as the white horse. You could do like. One bet someone's thing. done that. That big. I'd do a mini one. I wouldn't do a big <laughs> right. size. You'd probably die. <laughs> yeah, but that's how I that's how I will that's how I'll go out. I was trying to explain Wayne and Smithy to Joe the other day. How has she not been? It's amazing. No, no, I want to go up there this Christmas. Did you know, apparently mm. Mm. uh the way it's shaped mm. is like was an an old school like con artist thing where they built the grave in that shape so that when people sing into it it makes it sound like loads of people are singing back and it's supposed to be the mm. dead singing back at you oh amazing yeah that's cool I didn't know that I know they have a, if you leave a, like some money in the front there's like a legend of a blacksmith comes and <laughs> fi- fixes your horse or something fixes your horse yeah but people still leave money in the front do they yeah I used to cycle up there as a kid and take the money out <laughs> honestly <laughs> Like, and you get enough to buy some sweets and so. <laughs> That's a long way to go. Yeah, not really. Not when you're a kid. You get to cycle up there in the day. I've done it loads of times. Really? You haven't walked up there, but I've walked, you can walk up there for Montage. How long does it take? If To walk, like, if you start... A couple you, of hours? Yeah, a couple of hours. I, yeah, my dad used to take us up there when he was younger and that. I, um, there's a story, my friends of mine, it was uh, Jenny Mills and that, when they were... When they were a lot younger, and mm. when jo- when her, uh, Jojo, her daughter was kids, and they went up there for the winter solstice, and there was like a white supremacist cult <laughs> having a, and honestly, it's terrifying, man. And what? Oh, uh, you can. Oh, they um, but they, they d- about yeah. but yeah, they had a cult up there, and they chased them. They had like fire torches and stuff, and they chased <laughs> them away. And they looked. At, they found out about who this cult was, and they believe in like some Norse god like uh, nordic god that is something to do with that burial ground so but so i definitely saw them i might i don't definitely saw that I, we saw something i thought you was with us but you're clearly not as you've told that story yeah, yeah. we went up there just to walk along and then we sort of got near and it was like we could just see fire in the background not in the distance yeah yeah and like loads of people with torches really so, yeah yeah i think Fuck. It was, yeah do you know what you, we just pegged it well done mate because yeah. apparently they were chased off their van and was like trying to and they even Ginny and that called the police and the police were too scared to go after them but this is in like the early 90s oh okay so it might not even be the same people no probably no been... they still exist Ginny said they still got like they you know that's super funny <laughs> yeah i guess yeah yeah but we pegged it and we kind of even, they didn't follow us. They didn't even see us, but we didn't get that close. But yeah, Fuck, that would it was even me. like, we felt like it was one of those movies where everything's about to go wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Have you had any of those situations? Oh yeah. Oh shit, man. With Mika and, and D and Sky. And I honestly thought like, 
oh my god, this is we are in a horror movie right now. It's quite funny actually. So, but we, me and me and Mika <coughs> and his wife and his his son and their cat. Sky, the son, she, he's like only two years old, baby, and then Ziggy the cat, and we went on holiday in their van. We could all sleep in the back of the van, and we went round Cornwall and Devon. Uh, we stopped on some moors somewhere and stuff. We went all over, all over southern England, and then on the way back to Wanted, we were gonna we're supposed to come back to Wantage that night, but we had driven for so long and was so tired, and we were like. Uh, I think we were near Salisbury somewhere and we were like we need let's just like Sky was crying and we were just like fuck it let's pull over somewhere and we'll sleep for the night and we'll find to wantage in the morning it was near Salisbury and we pulled off down some dirt track and set up for the night had cooked some cooked some food on the you know the little uh, gas stove and that got Sky to bed had a spliff went to sleep and we must have only been like nodded off for like 10 or 15 minutes and all of a sudden we hear that was it first of all we hear an engine of a car like pull up beside us like and then we're like oh the fuck who's this and then we look out the window and there's a car pulled up right next to us and then geezer comes out with a torch starts shining it through the window and we're like what the fuck what the, like, like and D was like go outside ask them like, <laughs> what it is because like, like, me and Mika are the only men and we're like no no <laughs> we called up and they shined a torch and they went all around the van and like honestly in, in our heads and we were quite stoned so that probably didn't help you know a bit paranoid mm. I was like they're here to murder us I know, I've seen enough movies that, <laughs> to know that this is not a good thing someone you parked up in the middle of nowhere because it was, we just down like so. We, you know, we thought it was the Ridgeway or something. They go and they leave us in the end. But in the morning, we wake up and we thought, we thought we were just on like some random track. But um, we see this town, like, like, you know, a stone's throw away from us, and like a whole town, buildings and stuff. And we're like, what the. F- why didn't we see that last night? We didn't see a single light or anything. Mm. And then we noticed like the the town is like all boarded up and it's like a fake town. Basically what happened is we pulled up onto an army shooting range <laughs> and it was the army. Che- must have been the army checking us that night. And they were like, oh, what the fucking hit? Because we had all flowers on, the, like uh. daisies on the van and they must have been like, fuck it, we'll let them sleep for a night. And they drove off. But yeah, to answer your question, I have had a moment like that that seemed like a horror film. Oh my god! F- Just checking, they weren't fucking terrorists, probably. Yeah, yeah, and they saw the daisies on the van, and and they probably heard me and Mika pissing our pants. Yeah. And yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, we'll just leave the stupid hippies alone. Oh no, just dirty hippies. It's <laughs> <laughs> the, the third ones this week. Yeah, bloody hippies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. At least we didn't get shot at or something. Because then when we drove out in the morning, like the gate that we went down, but it was too dark. It was like, uh, it even said like army shooting range, no members of the public, etc. Like, but we just didn't see it. It was in the middle of the night. Fucking hell. Probably wasn't well lit. You just thought you were in a field. Yeah. Well, essentially we were, you know. You know. But, oh, well, that was funny. But yeah, I was really, really scared. I thought, oh, I'm going to get murdered in this van now. Like, brilliant. Fucking hell. 
the sort of most scary thing that happened to us recently was when we were at our old house mm. and someone just fucking knocked on the door at like three in the morning really we woke up to it yeah what did you answer no <laughs> do you have one of those peepholes so you can see through? no no it was the double door so there was like a door there was like a a door to the front of the flat did you not even say door. who is it no, I don't. Uh, I don't. There's probably you have some drunk geezer got the wrong mm, house. Probably, it? yeah. It happened twice because Joe woke me up and was like, "Someone's at the front door." I'm like, "What are you talking about?" And then you heard like, tuh, 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 tuh. and I was like, "No, there's no good reason to answer the front door." <laughs> yeah, fuck that, man. <laughs> if they try and break in, then yeah, go. Did Did you ever go sort to Kevin Kevin's auntie's house in Abingdon? Yes, I threw up in their sink. Have you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I might have thrown up there a few times. We was always there to do magic mushrooms from what I remember. Oh, really? One time me, Kevin, Scottish John did magic mushrooms there and I forget his auntie's name, but her ex-boyfriend, who didn't live there anymore, but turned up in the middle of the night banging on the door and we were on magic mushrooms. Oh, no. And we let him in. And that was a bit scary. What did she, What did he want? <laughs> This is my house. I still live here. Like, like that kind of thing. And we were like, fuck. I better let him in then. <laughs> <laughs> if he lives here. But we were tripping on mushrooms and that, man. Then we had to sit and watch telly with him and pretend we weren't on mushrooms. That was oh, a horrible God. experience. <laughs> Pretending you're not on drugs is the worst thing ever. One mm. of our, when we was at uni, um, one of the people I was friends with uh, didn't want other people he knew to know that we were on drugs and he wasn't even on drugs mm-hmm. we, it was ketamine I had taken ketamine and then my friend oh, goes, there's no way to pretend you're not on exactly. ketamine my friend goes okay we're going to meet my friend for a spliff but you can't t- you can't say you're on ketamine it's like that's the worst drug to pretend you're not on yeah and so you can't <laughs> pretend to do anything on ketamine like <laughs> imagine playing charades on ketamine yeah Oh, I want to do that now. I think that'd be quite good. But yeah, so we went outside (laughs) and I just remember this. I couldn't see the guy's face. It was all black. Imagine Mm. like loads of hooded people. So we all stood around. I couldn't see anyone's face. I don't know who this is. I might have even met him after that and not known like who it was. Mm. And I just remember this. I kept like trying to keep a coherent conversation. So I asked him a question and then two minutes later he finished answering and then I asked the same question again he was like you just asked me that and I was like oh sorry (laughs) (laughs) amazing but I thought I was holding it together pretty well considering yeah I remember pretending I wasn't on ketamine to my parents and it failing miserably how did that go down my dad said are you on ketamine (laughs) (laughs) I remember thinking that that was what gave it away because I was trying to make it normal. No, I thought... No, because I thought the washing... Um, not the washing machine, the dishwasher mm. was broken. Because it was making all these weird sounds. Mm. But it was just, like... It was just on. But, you know, like... <laughs> so I was tripping Did out. And I, actually, and I was uh, like, Mum and Dad, yeah. I think the, <laughs> the dishwasher's broken. Come and check. Come and check. The dishwasher's definitely broken. It's making all these weird sounds. I'm like, no, it is. I don't know why it's, are you on ketamine? <laughs> no. I ran upstairs. Oh, ketamine's fucking the maddest drug in the world. I know. I, well, I, I definitely wouldn't want to try it again. I do, like, I do want to try it again. You do want to try it again. Yeah, yeah. Me and Mika did it a c- couple of times at the beginning of the year. It was quite nice. 
we like to listen to music and just lie back, you know, and uh, get one with God. <laughs> what kind of music? Russian techno. Russian techno. Yeah. There's actually a station we always tune into for it. Right? How does Russian techno differ from? Well, it's in Russian. Oh. <laughs> yeah, the beats, the beats have a Russian accent. <laughs> that's like Russian. That's like, have you seen any of like the Meanwhile in Russia videos? Oh, I think I know like what you mean. Meanwhile, like it's just mad shit going on in Russia. Mm, yeah, like, yeah. Car crashes and shit. Or people like, just fighting for no reason. Fighting, yeah. <laughs> Russia seems like a tough place. Yeah, I've never been. No. In, figured I'd ever go there <laughs> probably I never, never had the desire to visit <laughs> I can't think of any reason I'd go there it looks cold I'm sure there are some good they make bloody beautiful um, music mm. so that's the they make some strong vodka yeah now how hammered do you have to be to come up with a Russian roulette <laughs> oh yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> it's a party game. Party. I came up with a party game. <laughs> At Christmas, instead of Monopoly, they play Russian. Yeah, right? Come on, Grandma. Yeah. <laughs> Your turn. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> they do some good cinema. Mika shows me a lot of good Russian cinema. And music. Rachmaninoff's my favourite like composer and pianist. He's Russian. That's it. I'm trying to think of other Russian things I like. Russian literature is supposed to be really good, but... Oh, yeah, like... Um, I haven't really read any. Is War and Peace Russian? Not sure. <laughs> What's your first book you remember reading as a child? Yeah. The Argus Catalogue. <laughs> you didn't say it with as much excitement this time. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> That's good. Ask me again, ask me again, and I'd be more funny. What was your first book you ever reading? Well, Ross. <laughs> well, Ross. Let me. Probably, do you know what, Ross? Probably, Ross. Probably. Be... Do you know? Actually, it would probably be the Argos. <laughs> the do you remember the Argos catalogue? That's pro- probably be the Argos catalogue, Ross. My parents get used to give it to me to keep me calm. Look at the toys you can never afford, Liam. Well, they like say, so "Oh, we'll send you down the mine. You can, go <laughs> you can save up, get yourself a thing." Well, if I wanted a toy, they'd just cut the picture out of it and say, "Play with it." <laughs> Stretch Armstrong, and his arms just rip Stretch off. Stretch Armstrong was the best. What uh, what toys would? Were your favourite toys as a kid? I, well, I always the favourite toys I always wanted and I never got like was was Stretch Armstrong and I always wanted a sweep from Sooty and Sweet with a squeaky toy. But my cousin had both of those, so they were my favourite. But the favourite toys I owned was I used to like I just used to like action figures and make up little imaginary worlds of them. I had a Hulk Hogan. Uh, an action man. I used to take my sister's Barbies and stuff. And... Oh, have you got a little... She's not. She's fit, mate. I, but... <laughs> I bet I know what you do with her. <laughs> I'm not touching that, that mate. Good. I am not touching that. 
Ross has got a sexy Barbie. She's, she's got her knackers out. My favourite toy actually would be would have been my bike. You know, I just fucking love my bike. I could yeah. cycle up and down, round, round and round Hammerfield, just all day happily, pretending in my head I was like Formula One driver or something. You still got a bike? Yeah, I have, but the pedal fell off. I think. Yeah. Oh. My bloody bike got stolen. Oh yeah, you said about that. Where did it get stolen again? The house I used to live in. Locked up in that. And they... Yeah, it was locked up on the property. And they cut through the lock? Must have cut through the lock or something, yeah. Cunt. It was really annoying because What it kind was... of lock was it? I don't remember. Not a good enough one, apparently. <laughs> string. <laughs> yeah, it was a string. It was a ball of string. It was just a ro- some yarn. <laughs> it was just a note saying, please don't steal. Yeah, don't steal my brick. It was imaginary. Like... I told... told property him. of Ross. Property of... Don't steal. <laughs> It's not finders keepers. <laughs> yeah, it was really annoying because the when I found uh, when I realised it was like coming to the end of winter, so uh, I had not gone out to look at it for like six months. Oh shit! So it could have happened any time. Uh, yeah, because it had been too bad a weather to cycle. So maybe it just like rusted away. Rusted away. Maybe it was just. A... Oh, you went to look at my bike and there was a pile of rust. <laughs> was it outside? Yeah, it was outside. Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, obviously it couldn't have rusted. No, away, no, maybe. that's definitely not. But the bikes do, it. like, because of the sea air, they get completely fucked, man. Did mm. I show you what happened to my glockenspiel? No. Oh, mate, I didn't keep it outside, but I kept it near to the window. And it's completely, every metal note on the glockenspiel is brown with, with rust now. Fucking mm-hmm. hell. And it's got, like, craters in it and stuff. Oh, wow. Like, to the point where it must affect the note the pitch of the note I can't tell but it must do like mm. a little bit does the rust come off when you hit it like it's, it's, it's... no no, it no actually I've barely used it since so. <laughs> you don't like it anymore seven years in Asia I've not got it we I, I used to use Brightworks used to use it all the time that's and then right. we but then we stopped completely some guy came up to me on a train and said oh you're the Glockenspiel band and I was like Shit, we haven't used that in like three years. Well, like... he recognised you from Brightworks and he called yeah, you the Yeah, and said you're the Glockenspiel man. Oh, really? Yeah. Were you with anyone else from It was band? a girl, actually. It wasn't even a guy. Oh. So, yeah. No, I was just by myself. You're famous for being the Glockenspiel man. I do get people come up to me sometimes and say, oh, are you from Brightworks? Oh, really? And occasionally, yeah. Only in Oxford. And stuff, oh, so, yeah. okay. Oh, one time uh, we played at a festival in Derby. We'd arrived to get there like in the middle of the night, like one o'clock or something. So all of the entrance to get in were closed. So we had to go through security like, oh, yeah, we're a band. Can we get through? The security guy was like, hang on a minute. I remember you from Chuck Festival because we played at Chuck Festival and I I was ready and I thought oh he's about to say and then I even said like oh yeah we're Brightworks we're playing here now and then he said no you were the drunkest motherfucker (laughs) I've ever seen your trousers are around your ankle Paddy pissed himself oh at me, man, because God. I got all cocky. All yeah, I, I was about no. to say, oh, yeah, yes. yes actually, I'm in a band. Yeah. You've probably seen us before. <laughs> and he's like, no, you were the stupidest drunk I've ever seen in my fucking life. You couldn't even keep your trousers up. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, great. Brilliant. Oh, my God. So that's how famous I am. That's so funny. <laughs> I'm famous for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> 
Cool. Should we call it a day? Yeah, let's kill ourselves. <laughs> hey, thanks for listening and thank you to Liam for joining me. No plugs for Liam today. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at TRTPPod. And if you like the show, then why not give the show a like, share, review, subscribe, and also tell your friends that the Ross Trevino Project is the dopest show in town. And that's it. Okay, nice one. Bye, Lee. T-R-E-V-E-N-A.